This is Breaking Through, a podcast brought to you by iMeg iStyle and L. In this podcast, we will take a dive into the tech startup ecosystem in the Netherlands. We'll explore what it takes for tech startups and spin-offs to get off the ground and become successful. Enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, welcome. This is our first episode of our podcast Breaking Through. I'm Muriel and I'm John. And this is a podcast that's all about the tech uh, ecosystem in the in the Netherlands. We'll explore, let's say, what's going on there and take some deep dives left and right. And today we have our guests, uh, Jaap and Sven, joining us. Yeah, good morning. My name is Jaap Beerink. I'm the CEO of Novelty. Hey, thanks for having us. My name is Sven. I'm the program director and in Startup Terminology, the co-founder of IMIC iStart. So maybe we go back a year from now. Uh, historic a, day. A historic day. It's, uh, it's like you say, uh, uh, Jaap, it was the launch of uh, IMIC iStart Netherlands. At Sesamfield, together with some uh, prominent members of our uh, uh, our cabinet, um, with uh, Constantine witnessing our uh, uh, launch. What led up to that launch? Could you maybe describe, let's say, uh, what you found in the Dutch tech startup ecosystem to even consider doing this? Uh, maybe, maybe maybe start off with someone, let's say, that's not in our system, in our Dutch ecosystem. Yes, the outsider. The, outs- <laughs> the outsider. Sven, would you would you like to uh, sure. take us with you? Of course, I hope by now that I'm already a little bit of an insider. But uh, So I think indeed maybe let's go back at least three years in time to answer that question. Um, it is, so we're talking about uh, 2019 uh, with the launch of the One Planet Research Center, which is actually kind of joint venture, if you like, between uh, the Radboud University Medical Center, between the Wageningen University and, uh, and, and IMEC, as a research institute, um, located mainly with the heart of the operations of the One Planet Research Center in the province of Gelderland, and with the aim to develop new innovations in, I would say, on the crossover between uh, agri-food tech and healthcare. And as part of the launch of uh, of the One Planet Research Center, actually the management of One Planet came to us and said, "Like, hey, we also in the mid to long term want to create spin-offs and collaborate with startups and, and SMEs in the region." And actually, we have quite some tooling inside already, uh, including iMac iStart. Couldn't you help us out in achieving those goals? Um, and basically, before answering that question, I said, "Well." Let me take one step back before answering that question and let us have a look at the Dutch ecosystem to see if we can bring some added value uh, and maybe also cater the needs of some companies and startups that are not catered for yet. Uh, so that's basically, at least from my perspective, where our journey towards the launch of iStartNL started. Um, and in, in the two years afterwards, um, I've been exploring the Dutch ecosystem uh, quite intensely uh, very soon, together with you, of course, uh, John. Um, and we talk to to many many actors in the in the ecosystem, uh, and I would say in a kind of natural way. Obviously, that also brought us to to talk to novelty. If you go back, Sven, eh, what what was the the key insight or your breakthrough moment that you said we need to do this? Well, actually, uh, of course, I would say, and then maybe I am taking the position as a real outsider. Initially, uh, at least seen from Belgium, we we have. Uh, and, and certainly had the impression that the Dutch startup ecosystem is much more developed than the Belgian. And also, I think internationally, Amsterdam is well known, and of course, by uh, you know, in a broader sense, the Netherlands as well, for creating some great startups and, and spin-offs. 
when looking a bit deeper and looking at the sweet spot where IMKI Star typically operates, being very close to universities and research centers in a very early stage, but shortly after they need to leave the safe haven uh, of, of the university, so to speak. Um, that's our sweet spot. And looking deeper, digging a bit deeper into that ecosystem, I would say conversation after conversation, we got the feedback like, hey, in that stage for that kind of high-tech, deep-tech startups and spin-offs, there still is a need in that stage that is not really catered for yet. Um, and that confirmation, I would say, uh, in, in many, many conversations led us to the eureka moment like, hey, uh, I think that is where we feel um, ourselves comfortable. And that is also where there might still be a good need in the Dutch ecosystem. The, the eureka moment, uh, Jaap, um, from a completely different perspective. Yeah. So you were already in the Netherlands, heavily involved with yeah. the Dutch tech startup ecosystem. Could you take us along in your... Uh, in our journey towards journey, this. Yeah. It was not three years ago. So three years ago, we weren't thinking about uh, cooperating with iMac iStart at all. Uh, if you look to novelty in the development of novelty, we, we started uh, even more years ago as a really a, a one-on-one support organization for startups. So we helped some startups very intensively. And the last five years, we were working on programs uh, to scale up the effort we, uh, we put in our startups uh, to become scale-ups, uh, to help even more and more startups. And we developed own programs. And at a certain moment, we saw, okay, there are also existing programs that can do it even better than our own new developed programs. And that's when iMac iStart came on our radar. And then I heard, well, we are looking to the, Net- to the Netherlands and we're trying to see as iMac iStart if we can cooperate in this, uh, this ecosystem. Uh, well, that was for us a, a, a moment to, uh, to to pay much attention to it, but also to to really help getting it forward. Because as how, how was that different if you compare it to other existing programs in the Netherlands, for instance? Uh, I, I think uh, what Sven already mentioned, the, the university link, uh, that, that's unique. It's unique for novelty. It's unique for iMac iStart, I think. Um, and, and also the way we, we take care of our startups uh, on a non-profit way, uh, instead of a very profitable business model, for our own organization, the business model of our customers, the startups, is is leading. And that's also something that's quite unique and, and quite uh, important for us to, uh, to, to, to join forces with. Um, and what I also saw, and I think that that's what we proved to... So, so before launching one year ago, I think we've met half a year ago or something like that. So what you see in the Netherlands is that startups are really fast, but the whole ecosystem is not that fast at all at some times. And we as Novti are. So that's also, I think, where we really joined forces and why it worked out is that we both had a real feel, yeah, felt the urge to, to cooperate and to make it fast to, to a launch and uh, uh, launch and become better uh, at every moment. And that's, that's really a way of working that we both have, I think, instead of building big consortia, big programs, uh, and, and even, uh, even get it later started than possible. In that way, are you a front runner? If you uh, consider the Dutch uh, knowledge institute system, let's say the universities, the tech universities, I, I think for sure the University of Twente is a front runner. If you look to entrepreneurship, and that's also because we can't do anything else in this region. If you look to economic value of university, and that's a little bit, a, 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 maybe in a, a little bit exaggerating, um, but it's um, if you look to the, the DNA of this university, it, it was it started in this region to be a catalyzing factor for this economic growth of the region because the whole industry collapsed. It was a textile industry. So we didn't have any big big companies, big organizations like Eindhoven has, like Philips and Jose, et cetera. So starting entrepreneurs are really important for this university and for this region to, uh, 
to be uh, translate to translate the uh, knowledge that's being uh, developed at university to societal and economic value. So you've mentioned um, the nonprofit char characteristic of our um, of Amec Eistat as a sort of a yeah. as yeah. a um, sort of competitive edge. What else do you would you say um, stands us as, out as a um, accelerator program? And what gaps in the ecosystem? You've mentioned it's a slow system. So what uh, what are the gaps do you think Amec Eistat and L could fill? Yeah, I think a, b a big uh, advantage of of, of j the joining forces of the two of us is that we have a big network within knowledge. So the, the link to IMAC, the link to the University of Twente, uh, the, the, the knowledge about the way of working with those kind of uh, organizations and researchers within it is, is very big, big, big USP. I think if you compare with um, accelerator programs that are more outside and, and less linked to a university. So that's a, maybe Sven, you can add also some, some things because I can tell, of course, about uh, the, the experience and, and the, the talent, uh, talents of, of the teams uh, from IMAC, the name, really, if you, so, so Novdi, maybe in the Netherlands, it's, an, it's, it's a well-known name, and I, I think we get many credits, but if you look to IMAC iStart in its national field, it's, it's really a big name, so that's also was for us a really uh, uh, um, nice thing to, 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 to join, because the, the well-known of the name, the, the, the rankings that are really nice, and, and I think it's worth everything. Maybe Sven, you just returned from a big conference in the Middle East. Um, to put this a little bit more in an international perspective and maybe also to dive in, let's say, with, with the group of startup entrepreneurs that we are trying to, to serve with the, with the program. Could you put it into an international perspective and, and, and also, let's say, maybe take us along, let's say, in what kind of needs you see with these tech startups? Of course, the, I would say the, the international ecosystem is, is a very broad and a very complex one. Um, so it, it's hard to pick out a few names, but uh, I'll try to and, and see where I think we are a bit different and can add something to the, to the value towards the entrepreneurs, because I think that's central to both Novelty and the IMI Kaistart organization. The entrepreneur and the startup is the centerpiece of why we're doing what we're doing. We want to help them out primarily. So uh, hence also, I would say, the more nonprofit character of IMI Kaistart we primarily want to help build great companies that, get, that can scale internationally. Now, if you look at the international ecosystem, there is quite a few uh, big players out there in the accelerator space. Eh? I think most, most in the ecosystem know Y Combinator, Techstar, Seedcamp, 500 startups. Those are the, I would say, the big boys in the accelerator landscape globally. As, as Jaap rightfully points out, I think IMEKISTARTNL has the huge I would say key differentiator and unique asset that we are so close to now, a multitude of, of research and tech talent. None of the other, even the big players, don't, don't have that so closely together. And so IMEC itself has roughly 5,000 uh, researchers in-house. Uh, I don't know the exact size of the University of Twente. Uh, of course, TNO is also uh, very close to us now, the Radboud University and some others. Um, so combining the, I would say, relatively easy access, at least for a first conversation with all those um, scientists and technologists uh, can, can make a hell of a difference for the startups and the spin-offs. And by lowering the thresholds to get in touch with them, uh, I think there we really have an edge where we can make the difference on a global scale. Of course, I would say in terms of um, uh, the strength of the team and the size of the funding that is behind us and so forth, we cannot compete yet with the big boys on the planet. Obviously not. Um, but I would say it, it all starts with something small. We are 
Trink, I think, uh, in our respective organizations, already creating great companies by combining the strengths of the two organizations plus all the partners around us. I think we can even um, make a bigger difference. And I would say, uh, as they as they sometimes say it in Dutch, uh, box above your weight. Uh, so we can basically, even though we are two very small countries, if you look at it on a global scale, much much more impact than we normally could do coming from such a small country, I think. So, so yeah, does it also go for you? Let's say uh, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, huh? you have a, a great program, as you mentioned, that uh, that has a global reputation. But um, is that necessary? Is it is it is it copy pasting a program if you if you look at the Netherlands? Uh, co- copy pasting the, the, the program, let's Belgium say. version yeah. to the Netherlands. And no, it, it isn't. It's it's not copy paste like that. It's it's see what what works in Belgium and how can we use it. Uh, but also translated, of course, to, to to what we do already. What can we add from what we do at Novelty? But also how can we incorporate it in the Dutch ecosystem and, and gain new partners? So partners are really crucial in these kind of programs. So we use, of course, the, pro- the program partners, investment partners, etc. from Belgium. But we added the ones that are really important in the Netherlands and Europe. When you're looking at the um, current trends um, in the, the, the investment pool, um, it looks like um, there's a lot of uh, buzz around uh, something of a drought coming, uh, a winter coming. What are your thoughts on that? Is that um, the case um, or is it? Is there more to it? Well, I think winter is always coming for tech startups. So that, that that's a good way of, of, of looking to the world. It, it, it's always uh, very difficult to, to raise and to accelerate a tech tech firm. So winter is always coming. Um, maybe the, the financial climate will be come a little bit less attractive uh, in the next years. But I think if you really have a unique proposition, you really have a talented team, money will not be the problem also, not in the next years, I think. Well, to, to some extent, I even disagree with you, Jaap, in, on this one, in the sense that um, the good thing is after winter, summer is always coming back again. Uh, so that's all, all, always a good thing. Now, uh, I was talking to a lot of international investors lately, and, and as John also rightfully pointed out, to, uh, I just came back from a, a big tech conference uh, in the Middle East. I talked to a, a couple of dozens of investors, and, and also, of course, I'm closely in touch with our portfolio of startups and entrepreneurs. What I see, indeed, I've seen many messages out there in the news that uh, winter is coming for funding for, for startups. Well, I wouldn't say so for startups. What you see is that for early stage financing, it is still more or less as it was before uh, the war in Ukraine started and before COVID happened. What is becoming much more difficult nowadays, uh, that is, I would say, the late stage growth funding for the, the really big investment rounds, like 50 or 100 million plus. That is becoming much more challenging and that will still be the case for predictions, say, at least three, maybe four quarters but the early stage financing is not a problem at all, especially since many funds have raised additional funding in the past year, two years, three years. They have money to spend and they need to spend it to at some point uh, get a return on that, on, on that investment. So in early stage financing, there is not so much of a problem. And yes, valuations have been corrected a little bit downwards, um, but there is still more than enough money to invest in good companies. You're talking about the face and that's something that I... I'm, I'm, I'm a guy is really pre-money, pretty much, focusing on technology. Um, isn't it a very difficult phase, let's say, if you look at technology, to uh, to get investors on board? 
certainly if you if you talk about more complex technology startups. Of course, yeah. I would um, say it is the phase where iMacaster Channel starts to play a role where you typically, as a company or an emerging company, a young startup, start to move away from, uh, I would say, the, the grant-driven development within the university walls. And yet still you are, in most cases, pre-revenue, so not so much commercial traction to show yet. So it is a very difficult stage to get private investors interested in that stage. So yes, it is a very hard stage. Uh, that's probably also part of the reason why not so many actors are active in that stage. Uh, but where I think we have built a, a, a nice track record in the meanwhile in the past 11 years to show that if you can bring both worlds together, so a bit of public and a bit of private, and if they join forces in that stage together with us, we can we can help make a difference. And I think a, a, a nice example of where, where both worlds meet is also the tech transfer program, the national programs focused on a specific theme, for instance, MedTech, uh, we, we, um, the project lead is in, in Twente from Novelty, all the technical universities and, and hospitals are involved. Uh, and there's also pre-revenue money uh, um, available for those companies. So if you combine it with what we already do with, with the IMAC fund, it, 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 it's enough to get it started in that phase. So one of the things is really to get it embedded, to really be complementary to what is already there. Um, maybe let's say to j just look a little bit ahead. Uh, so the program has been launched a year ago. Um, what were your highs and lows, let's say, over the last year? And how do you look at the near future? I would say in that sense, the, the, the start of Eimkaister Channel to me is very comparable to, to a startup journey. It is a bumpy road and it has been a bumpy road and it will remain a bumpy road probably uh, somehow, but the future is looking bright, I think. Uh, so, so yes, we had, uh, I would say, unlike I think I start in Belgium, we don't have structural funding yet for uh, a couple of years in a row so that we have funding secured to run the program. So we need to combine bits and pieces of parties and entities willing to uh, to co-invest with us also in the, develop, the further development of the program. Um, that has been a challenge. Yeah? I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, I think we are now at a point, of course, also through the engagement of, of Novelty and IMIC, um, uh, but also the other partners joining us now that uh, we feel comfortable that, that we can build uh, a really strong program in, in, the, in the years to come. And we also have the means to do so. Um, also building the investment funds over the stage where I already said on the verge between public and private funding, not easy. Uh, has been a bumpy road, but uh, ma making good progress there. So yeah, I, I feel comfortable that we, we can make a big difference and and uh, I would say make the program even stronger than it already is today eh? because it, it's already running for a year. So the future is bright, but it has been a bumpy road. And of course, I expect some roadblocks and some challenges uh, in the future as well, but we'll manage to overcome them. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, uh, for sure it's a bumpy ride and that's also what we love. So it will always be a bumpy ride and we always strive to have an even better program tomorrow. And what it really is, what, what I like is of course the team who who has that attitude every day. So I think we have a team of acceleration managers who are doing everything that's needed to help the startup forward. Um, uh, every day, every step, uh, whatever it takes. And that that's what I really like in, in, in this program, in, in the joint teams Um, and I think we can be very proud of having already two failed editions of the, the programs. Um, and, and next ones will be even better, but, but we had already uh, had some successes, of course. So that's, that's really something to be proud of, I think. Um, maybe a question on, on new partners joining. Um, 
I, I think we, we, we can look at you as, as a kind of founding fathers of the program. Uh, as, as, uh, Sven already mentioned, also Radboud University already involved. Do you see more universities coming in or knowledge institutes coming in and playing a role in backing the program uh, and also having a complementary role? Uh, and yeah, embedding hopefully it in they their do. System? Yeah, yeah, because it's not our, our intention to make it a regional program. So it's a national, international program. And that's why we need all the universities to join if they if they will. Because and that's also what we do with the thematic tech transfer program. It's a national program. And that's why you need all the, the veins of different universities to be involved in scouting, in screening, uh, and, and to give the, the startups they have in their regional ecosystem the best support they can have. And I think for some startups in Leiden, uh, IMAC iStart will be the best program they can have. So uh, please join us, I would say. Yeah. Going back to um, the pillar of the program, which is the entrepreneur um, himself or herself, um, if you're coming at it from a brand new, a blank slate, it can be a quite an intimidating world. What would you say if you were to share a do's and a don't of somebody who has just come up with a breakthrough idea, a student at a university, and would like to take um, their innovation further outside of the university walls? What would be a do and a don't that you would share with us, like to share with them? Um, well, for sure, uh, um, dare to share, I would say. So um, uh, what, what we uh, sometimes see is that people really have the idea only for themselves and, and to be in their lab or in their uh, home office or whatever. Wherever. Please join the ecosystem to, to share your ideas, to get other people to become involved or give you advice and, and just set the first steps. Um, so, so I really like the lean startup principles and that counts for everybody. So involve others, make small steps, uh, get out of the building and, and, and practice uh, and, and see what works and what works not. And after that, or during that, please join iMac iStart, I would say. And if I, if I may add to that, I, I fully recognize what, what you're saying. Um, what I also see many entrepreneurs do is um, try to overdevelop or over-engineer their first product. Yeah. And of course, it comes back a bit to the same as, as Jaap was telling, get out as soon as possible to talk to your future users and customers to see what is the really minimal thing they would need to open up their wallet and pay for your product or service. And once you have reached that, go to the market as fast as you can because the market will tell you where to go next with your product, what kind of additional features they're looking into, what you should change to your product, what future product versions you should make, whatever. Uh, so also there on the product level, don't try to over-engineer your products. And I know, especially at least in Belgium, many engineers have the tendency to make a product 120% perfect before going to the market. 80% is enough, 80% perfection. That last 20% will come from input from the market. In closing, uh, one year from now, uh, just to have your predictions and we will listen back, let's say, uh, when we're uh, in 2023. Where will, we, where will the program be uh, in 2023, October 14? Sven? I think um, I, see, I see the IMAC Kaiser Tunnel program as a spider in a web or as part of a big chain. And we are only part, one part of that chain. And so that means, uh, I would say, uh, before IMKI start and L, there is quite some uh, actors involved there in the ecosystem, of course, including the, the knowledge transfer offices from the universities and many other incubators, pre-accelerators, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and also, uh, by the end of the program, other actors can, can potentially take over from us, um, including investors, including corporates as buyers or, or resellers or distributors of the products of the startups or even acquirers or whatever, or scale-up programs. So I see a future where in a year from now we will be, I would say, even better embedded in that entire ecosystem where we, 
not only we know the other players in the ecosystem even better on where to refer our startups to to make the ne- help make the next step, but also where others understand much better our value proposition uh, and can uh, basically uh, indicate the startups where our strengths lie and where we can help them best in connecting to connecting the dots, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. To add, and I think it's the same, but maybe a little bit more concrete. Also, I, I, I think we will have some, maybe five next new partners on the front side uh, um, for, for the funnel. So within the universities, aligned to the universities, and I think uh, um, um, uh, quite a few of the the promising starters we have now in the, the first two editions will have found their follow up rounds of investment. So that would be, of course, the proof of the pudding of what Sven says. Well, do we? Can we align in, in, in the, the, the front of the funnel, the, the university, the DTO uh, offices, and are we able to align follow-up investment rounds? And I think that will be proven in one year from now. But I'm, I agree. I'm fully confident that we can make that happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope uh, you've enjoyed listening to today's episode. I would like to thank our guest, Yad and Sven, for joining us today. Subscribe to the podcast um, and we'd love it if you could leave us a review and share it and if you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you'd like to touch us on um, feel free to email us um, and we'll have the details right at the end.